Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of our talk show, where we dive deep into the profound and transformative message of Matthew 4:19. Today, we embark on a spiritual journey, exploring the depths of Scripture and its relevance in our lives. In Matthew 4:19, Jesus says to his disciples, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." These simple yet powerful words hold a multitude of meanings and lessons that can guide us in our own spiritual growth and purpose. Joining us today are esteemed guests who have experienced the transformative power of this scripture firsthand. They will share their personal stories, insights, and wisdom, shedding light on how we can apply the teachings of Matthew 4:19 in our daily lives. Throughout the show, we will explore the concept of following and what it truly means to follow Jesus. We will delve into the idea of becoming fishers of men and how we can actively engage in spreading love, compassion, and the message of Christ to those around us. Our guests will also discuss the challenges and obstacles they have faced on their journey of following Jesus. They will share how they overcame doubts, fears, and societal pressures to stay true to their calling and become fishers of men. Moreover, we will explore the significance of this scripture in the context of our modern world. How can we adapt the teachings of Matthew 4:19 to our current circumstances? How can we navigate the complexities of our society while remaining faithful to our purpose? Throughout the show, we encourage you, our audience, to reflect on your own spiritual journey. What does it mean for you to follow Jesus? How can you become a fisher of men in your own unique way? We hope that by the end of this talk show, you will be inspired and equipped with practical tools to deepen your understanding of Matthew 4:19 and live out its teachings in your everyday life. So, sit back, relax, and get ready to dive into the deep waters. Leadership Ignited 
And it's a five-day plan. It's really simple. And with this plan... And with this plan, it's really nice. Uh, yesterday was amazing. Today was amazing. And I started to read it, and God really started speaking to me. And tonight, we're going to just dive into day two on the lesson plan. So if you haven't read it, we can read it today and right now. So let's go continue going forward. Amen. So... Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. It reads, and again, the kingdom of heaven can be illuminated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in portions to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground, and hid the master's money. After a long time, the master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forth with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I've earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So much. So now, I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. And if you want to continue reading, you can continue reading. But it goes on talking about he did the same for the two. But in verse 24. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harboring crops you did not plant, gathering crops you did not cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops you didn't, I didn't plant and gather crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gossiping of teeth. Amen. So, on last week, 
Well, this this pretty much this month and last month we've been talking about leadership. We've been talking about becoming a leader. We've been talking about being mentored in leadership. We've been talking about the shift of leadership. And on yet last week before last, we talked about the attitude of a leader. And if you read this passage, you you'll see that two out of the three men, two out of three servants had an attitude of a leader. They they did <clears throat> they, they did something with what they was given. But this last man was afraid and hid what he was given. Yeah, I'm trying not to put my nose. So what we're going to be talking about today, we last week before last we talked about the attitude of a leader, but tonight we're going to be talking about the ambition. Ambition matters. The ambition of a leader. Right? So so we talked about how we had to have the right attitude of a leader, right? We had to know our assignment, appointed, anointed, and approved assignment. We had to be in timing and tempo with God. We had to isolate ourselves with God. We had to trust God. We had to know the truth of God. We had to understand the truth of God. We had to devote ourselves to him, and we have to be expecting. Now we're going to be talking about the ambition of a leader. We need to have ambition when we go forth doing our assignment, when we're devoted, when we're in, when we're going with the timing and tempo of God, when we're isolated with God, we have to have the ambition. Now, being a leader is okay. That there's a many leaders that we see in our day-to-day -day life. And if I were to ask you a question, like if I were to ask you to give me two examples of a leader, you, you'll probably ask, do you, you want a good example of a leader or do you want a bad example? For instance, if I, if I were to ask you to give me one example of a good leader and one example of a bad leader, you'll probably give me several people that you'll think of. And being a good example or a bad example doesn't stop them from being a leader, but what stops them from being a good and bad leader is their ambition. It's not who they are, it's how they do it. So ambition isn't what we do, it isn't where we're going, it's how we're going and how we're doing it. The tempo, right, is it's <laughs> the timing. Right, it's all about timing and tempo. We're going really, I'm really gonna get this attitude out the way. Ambition, it comes in with timing and tempo because we need to know how to do it and when to do it. You see, being a Christian, we can say we're Christians, but how are we representing being Christians? We can say we're saved, but what are we doing to decree what we're saying, to demonstrate what we're saying? That's it. So the ambition of a leader is how are we acting in being a leader?
So for for example, we're, if you're with us in the deep, if you're if you're being a participant of it of the Jesus challenge that we're currently in, it is journaling, encountering, studying, understanding, and sharing, right? And today we did an encounter with God. But but the thing about it is what what we're doing is this challenge isn't just to be doing a challenge. This challenge is because we're expecting a change. If you do the challenge for five days, you're expecting God to do to create a change in you. Not a change of name, not a change of address, not a change of position, but a change of the heart. You, you see, you might get a change of address, you might get a change of position, you might get a change of name. But that's the evidence of the change of heart. That's the evidence of the ambition. But we're expecting a change of our heart. You see, we can change where we are. We can change our location. We can change our name. But if we still believe, if we still have that same heart posture, if we still have that same mindset, we're going to continue doing the same old thing. So we have to have a change of heart. We have to understand our ambition. Why are we doing this? Why are we... For example, why do I preach? Why do I teach? Is it for the fame? Why do I do this show? Is it for the fame? Is it for the likes? Is it for the recognition? But it's not. Let me let you know. The ambition that I have for Into the Deep is not for me. It's not for, so my name can get into the social media realm. But the reason this show comes on, my ambition is because the, the, the mission of the show is to bring the word to the world. So others can know who they are and understand just whose they are. Thus fulfilling their divine purpose in Jesus Christ. Y you see, it's not about me. It's about bringing the word to the world. It's not about the fame. It's about people understanding what Christ needs them to do, where Christ wants them to be. It's to bring a change of heart, not a change of name, not a change of religion, not a change of church, but a change of heart. So in our text, we see three men who are servants to the Lord. And this, this master gives these three servants three different talents. One five talents, the next three talents, and the last one one talent. And, and I, I read it in the description, and I, I kind of jumped with joy, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is good. In verse 15, he says, he gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in its, in its portion to their abilities. I like that part. So, so what the scripture read was that he gave out 
You see, many people harp on the amount of bags, the amount of talents, the amount of silver he gave them. But what God revealed to me was this part, this port right here. Dividing into portions to their abilities. You see, the master gave each servant a portion of what they can handle. The master gave each servant what he believed they can handle. You see, some, some people shouted on that note, but some didn't. I'm going to bring it to you clearly so you can understand what, what the scripture is saying, what God is trying to say. You see, what the master did was he said, okay, I see this servant. This servant is, is able to handle five bags of silver. This servant is able to handle three bags of silver. This servant is able to handle one bag of silver. And the ones with the five and three, they had the in their minds, okay, the master wants to see, the master loves to see a return on what he gives out. The master loves to see an increase, even if he didn't plant it, even if he didn't cultivate it. He still likes to see an increase. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and make an increase. But that one who had the one, he says, I am, I'm afraid of my master, so I'm not going to lose it. I'm not even going to try to increase it and think I'm going to lose it. You see, the difference was that the, the one with the five and the three, they believed that when the master gave them something, they believed in their hearts that, hey, the master entrusted in me this to grow this. So I'm going to bring him what he entrusted in me plus more. But the one with the one was afraid. You see, the very thing that, that, that stops ambition is being afraid. The very thing that stops ambition is fear. So today, the Bible plan was to talk about ambition. If you read the Bible plan, it's ambition and faith. But I want to bring just talk about ambition real quick. Ambition is the, 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 the gas, the, the motivator to get us to our destiny. You, you, you see, ambition is that very tool that is used to push us to where we need to go. But when fear comes in, It, 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 it stops ambition because, because when you allow fear to creep in, fear starts to talk to you. Fear starts to let you know, oh, guess what? You, you, your master is very rich. He gave you this. So you must return it just as it is. You see, the thing about fear, it, 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 it makes you think that you're not worthy enough, even when the master thinks you're worthy enough. You see, the master thought he was worthy enough to handle this one talent. But the, the servant was so afraid that he couldn't see what the master was doing. I thought that was going to make it clear, right? 
So, so, so many people are gifted with talents. You can sing, you can dance, you can preach, you can organize, you can manage, you can wash a car, you can cut a grass, you can do this better than anyone else. But, but you see so many people doing this one thing and you're saying, I know, I know this is a gift that I have, but so many people are doing it. I won't be able to get my name out there. I won't be able to make a profit. I won't be able to actually be good. I'm, I'm not as good as these other people. And today, God wants you to know that that fear that is inside of you, that fear that is stopping you from doing what he's called you to do. You see, it's not all about preaching. It's not all about teaching. But, but there's some things that, are, that brings a smile to some people. Having a clean car makes people feel good. If you can wash a car good, God gave you that ability to wash a car. God, God wants you to use that talent. God wants you to use that talent. It doesn't matter about that fear, that, 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 that fear that's talking to you that you're not worthy enough of it. But God wants you to know tonight, God allowed this to come to me. He wants me to tell you that this right here. It's time to start doing what he's gifted you for. Today, God wants you to know it's time to start doing what he's gifted you for. You see, you may not have the experience as some of these other people. You may not have the coaching as some of these other singers. You may not have the financial backing. You may not have the social media support. But God says, as long as you do it in me, I got your back. I'm bigger than anybody on social media. I'm bigger than I, I have every, I own everything in the world. As long as I'm backing you, you got it. Today, God wants you to know, continue on with what he's gifted you to do. If you can sing, go ahead and sing that song. If you can dance, go ahead and dance for God. If you can wash some car, go ahead and wash somebody's car and put a smile on their face. Today, God wants you to know, continue doing what, what he's gifted you to do. Don't, don't stop because of fear. Don't stop because of the fear that is coming up against you. Don't stop because you're afraid. Push further. Get, use that ambition God has given you to push beyond what you're afraid of. Do what God has given you. If you needed someone to say it, tonight is the night I'm saying it. God has given you that gift. And he has said it is now time to fulfill it. Time to use it. Amen. Come on. God wants you to use your gift. Your gift is to advance to his kingdom. Your gift is to show people that there's love still out there. Your gift is to show there's joy in the midst of downfall. There's, joy, there's peace in the midst of violence. There is 
long-suffering, there's gentleness. God has gifted you a gift that so you can advance his kingdom. You don't have to have the title of pastor, teacher. You don't have to have that title. You, you don't have to have... God has given you a gift. You see, in the text, they were servants, but the master gave them a gift. Two out of the three used their gift, and it came with an increase. But one of them hid their gift because he was afraid. And in the end, everything was taken away. Today, God says, you're waiting on an increase. Use your gift. Use your gift. Because I can tell you right now, listen. I had the vision of a business. I had the vision of owning my own business. I had the vision of a talk show. I had the vision of so many things. But I, I got in my own way. I, I was afraid because of there were so many other people doing what God has God told me that I was supposed to do. There's so many people doing it. And the thing is, in 2020, God says, okay, now, now that you're able to hear me clearly, listen, start the business. Get ready to start what I told you in the past. It is time to start it. I, I, I know you've been afraid. I know fear crept in, but now... It, it, now that you're allowing me in and you give me complete control, I'm letting you know, guess what? It's time to start it. I gifted you with so many talents. God, that's what God was telling me. God told me he gifted me with so many talents that now it's time for me to stop hiding them. It's time for me to show the world who Leander DJ Wilson is. And in the midst of not having a job, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of no income, God still blessed me to be able to provide for my family. He still blessed me to get a degree. He still blessed me to be the father he wanted me to be. He still blessed me to be a leader. All because I started using the gift he gave me, despite despite what was coming up against me. I started doing what he's called me to do, despite the fear that I put in my own head. I started doing what he asked me to do. Today, God wants you to know, despite the fear that you have in your mind, despite the outcome, despite what you think is going to happen, continue doing what he's gifted you to do. Despite The bankruptcy, despite the, the loss of business the first time, despite the loss of the church the first time, despite the music messing up on the choreography the first time, despite people leaving you, continue doing what God has gifted you to do. Tonight, God wants you to continue pursuing him. Continue pursuing him. That's it. That, that, that's, that's, that's really what God wants. He wants you to continue pursuing him. Just because, just because we, 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 we got saved and we received salvation, just because 
<laughs> we joined the church doesn't mean it's time to stop pursuing Christ. Just because we got the husband, just because we got the wife, just because we got the title we always wanted. It's still time to pursue Christ. Pursue Christ. Pursue Christ. I want to thank everyone for watching. And if you're still going along with this challenge we have, I am amazed at it. I love the challenge. It, it, it's, it's great. My, it's been great. Uh, I've been doing it before I go to work. And let me let you know something. When I started my day with God, my the day has been better than any other day. When I start my day with God, my day is amazing. I'm just saying. I love it. Um, we, we're we're going to continue with this Jesus challenge on tomorrow. Monday was journal. You can start at LJ if you're if you're behind, no matter, and continue with us. But Monday we we journaled. Today we encounter, and tomorrow we're studying. Amen. Amen. As you can see, the 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 Jesus challenge is we journal, we encounter. We study, we understand, we share, and speak. Amen. So tomorrow we're going to study a particular verse. and We're going to study a particular verse. Maybe same thing we did today. But we're going to break it down just a little bit more. I can't wait for it. I'll, I'll be back online. I'll probably be a little earlier than usual. But tomorrow we're studying. Amen. We're studying to show ourselves approved. We're, we're, we're rightly dividing the word of truth because God called us to do this. He called us to study. Amen. So we're going to take the time out and study his word. And we're going we're expecting a change at the end of this challenge. If you if you want to join us, you can join us. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be on live probably around lunchtime. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go over a passage of scripture. Uh, but I want to see us do this more. And again, we're studying the Bible plan on the Version app, Leadership Ignited. You can join us. You can catch up. Get your streaks in if you're a Version user. If you're not a Version user, you can get start getting your streaks in. Amen. And we, we're going to roll with Christ. Amen. I just want to thank everyone for being a part of Into the Deep. I want to thank y'all for joining me. I want to thank y'all for being a part of the deep. Amen. We're, we're doing something. God is doing something in the lives of so many people. I can't wait to see what God does in the lives of you. Because guess what? I know when it starts with Jesus and Jesus in it, that's going to be a change in the end. So I just can't wait to see what he does. I can't wait to see what God's about to do and, the, and what's going to happen. Guess what? At the end of this, amen.
Matter of fact, at the end of this challenge, we're going to be done with season two. We're going to be walking into season three. And just as what God is showing me, season three is about to blow season two out the water. Amen. But guess what? We're going to continue with season two. And we're gonna show, and we're gonna just wait, watch God do what He do. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what He do in you, through you, and for you. God be the glory. Good night. Thank you.